0: Hey, Richard. What's up? Have you ever heard of a mantis shrimp? No. Okay. So this is a shrimp that can punch so hard it can break through glass. But a new study out of Duke University is showing that when it comes to other mantis shrimp, they prefer to resolve their conflicts peacefully.
1: Humanitarian shrimp.
0: Yeah, so these researchers basically set up two pairs of mantis shrimp outside of different burrows, and tried to instigate a fight between them by bringing one of the mantis shrimp to the other burrow and see what would happen. Um, But rather than kind of boring with the details here, uh, we actually, I'm bringing in a mantis shrimp into the studio to explain how to uh, peacefully resolve conflicts with other mantis shrimp.
2: Hello, thank you for having me.
0: Hello, thank you for coming.
2: Hi. So my name is Barb, and I work in the mantis shrimp HR department. And I just wanted to give us give you some tips on how you can resolve conflicts the right way, okay. the the mantis shrimp way.
0: Yeah. So how about so? Okay. Uh, a mantis shrimp's coming up to your burrow. Mm-hmm. It's done you wrong. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, You're gonna oh. get in
0: a fight. What do you What do you do?
2: Okay. So no, don't get into a fight yet. Uh, first thing I need you to do is to flick your antenna. Okay. Right. Maybe one, but, you know, you, you just flick that antenna just All subtly. Right. Flick it. Get the it. point across. Mm-hmm. Then what you do is you do this subtle body lift, right? You lift your body up, kind of show your chest a little, let them know who's boss, and...
0: Oh, like like uh, like Foghorn Leghorn? I, like, the, like the, do you know the rooster?
2: We don't have that down in the sea. Oh. So, no, I'm... Okay, so you what you do now next is you tap your feet very gently, tap 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 tap, right? Okay. just a little, oh. little. But keep your chest up, and then you you nudge. You know, you know, you know how you humans like to kind of push to start a fight. But well, we don't do that to start a fight. We do that to keep a fight from happening because okay. that's a mess.
0: So it's like it's like saying like, hey, you don't know who you're messing with. You really want to do this?
2: Right, exactly, exactly. Okay, Okay? because you don't want to have to have somebody die, because we mantis shrimp, we punch pretty hard. Finally, okay, can I tell you a secret?
0: Uh, sure.
2: If none of that works, Richard, are you listening? Yeah. If none of that works, challenge them to a duel.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay, a duel.
2: But I didn't tell you that. Okay.
0: How how do these duels work? Do you just punch to the death?
2: Well, you just punch each other to death, cause we're mantis shrimp. Oh. Right.
0: Okay. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you, Barb, from Mantis Shrimp HR for. For coming by.
2: Yeah, time's been ticking while I've been yeah, sitting here.
0: Yeah, I, I see your antenna starting to flick, and you're starting to raise up your, your chest a little bit, so I'm going to let you go before things come to blows. Alright,
2: thank you okay. for avoiding that fight with me. Have a nice day, you guys.
0: Alright, thanks. Alright, Barb was, uh, she was very colorful in, uh, personality and appearance.
1: Yeah, she looked like that crab villain in Moana when he lights up but don't take that as I like that movie because I don't
0: like that movie. What's wrong with you? Moana is a treasure. No. Hey, I'm Devin. I'm Richard. And this is The Wildlife, a new podcast from the wildlife.blog about curiosity, discovery, and all things wild.
1: Now, here's a question from Chrissy.
0: This week, Chrissy is asking Is it true that dogs only see in black and white? Have you ever heard that? That dogs only see in black and white? Yep. All right. Yeah, I, I think I've, I've pretty much always heard that um, dogs see in only black and white. Uh, that's that's not true.
1: I wonder how long we've known this because, uh, you know, you're a kid and they, like, touch on that in a lot of kid shows and stuff. I don't know why it always comes up. But I, I, I haven't actually, like, heard that.
0: You know, that's actually a good point. I feel like I, I've seen, like, a lot of, like, cartoons that show, you know, a dog looking at something and it's gray. But now that you say that, I don't know that I've ever actually had anyone tell me that dogs only see in black and white,
1: but no one seems to know like how they do see. If it's just like human vision or not?
0: Well, it's sort of like human vision in in one pretty interesting way. So most animals have two to four different types of photoreceptors in their eyes called cones. Have you ever heard of rods and cones in your eye? Yeah. Okay. Well, these cones are basically just cells that can detect uh, different types of wavelengths. And they sit right in the back of the eye. Humans have three. RGB. When you think about a TV, you know, your RGB settings. Weird. Red, green, blue. So we've got these three different types of receptors. So everything that we are seeing is a variance of red, green, and blue. Now, when we think about people who have different types of colorblindness are usually related to the person missing one of the three different kinds of cones. So let's say you're missing the green cone. You can't really pick up on green colors or other colors that have green in them. Dogs are then a lot like colorblind people where they're missing just some of those receptors. They only have two. And so, what they're mostly seeing are variations of blue and yellow. Uh,
1: I would, I would like to see a chart that laid those two color spectrums out, like it, the human, what a rainbow looks like to a yeah. human, and then if Yeah, a actually, so tell. if
0: you think of, if we want to think about it like a rainbow, we see what red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Pretty much, dogs would yeah. then see. Uh, dark gray, uh, kind of a brownish yellow, light yellow, gray, a lighter blue, and then a dark blue. And that's about it. So, no, dogs don't actually see in black and white. Well, other animals can have more. I said most animals have anywhere between two and four. Well, certain types of butterflies, they have five. Meaning they can see things like green, blue, red, just like we can, but they can also see colors that we don't even have names for.
1: That's that's freaky. But I wonder if there's like, I mean, there there's there's a, there's a wavelength out there that we can't see that they can see. Then, so it's like seeing ultraviolet or something
0: almost more variations in color in between all of the colors that we can see. But you bring up a really good point about ultraviolet. Ultraviolet is on the far end of the spectrum. The opposite end is infrared light. So if we're thinking about a rainbow, above the red is infrared. And anything below the purple is ultraviolet light. Well, different types of animals can see into the infrared and other types of animals can see into the ultraviolet. Yeah. There's a lot of different types of insects that can see ultraviolet light. Um, types of birds can see ultraviolet light. Okay, so that's that's butterflies with five photoreceptors. Well, then that brings us back to the mantis shrimp. I mean, already looking at it, it's a really colorful shrimp, right? Ooh, right. I mean, it looks kind of psychedelic. And
1: that's the that's the word I was looking for earlier, I. I was thinking it, but I couldn't think of the word.
0: <laughs> guess how many types of color receptors a mantis shrimp has.
1: Oh, was this all a big tie-in? Cause uh, that was that was pretty smooth. Did you have like twenty-seven or something? Or did I just overshoot it? Did I just ruin it?
0: You, you yep. overshot it, and now, and now I feel. See, see, I do that too. I always overshoot my guess, thinking I'm being funny and then I ruin someone's point. (laughs) Okay, no, not 27, but they have 12.
1: It's still four times as many. That's three other invisible rainbows.
0: Exactly. These mantis shrimp can see everything ranging from the deep ultraviolet all the way up to infrared. Mantis shrimp can see more color than literally any other living thing on this planet.
1: It's weird to think that something like mantis shrimp got that. It just seems like a random animal to have that ability. (laughs) Right. Because I don't know why... That would even help it.
0: Well, that's not even that's not even all that they can see. They can also see linear and circularized polarized light, which is basically the angle and direction of traveling light waves.
1: Oh, lord! Right. Should so they're able to the detect.
0: Everywhere? Right. They they have like a a secret secret world that they can see. What were you saying, though, about why?
1: Like, you think if it got so many combs that essentially mean like better eyesight and benefit it in some way. But I don't know what that would wave, what that way would be.
0: Yeah, you know, some previous research has actually shown that, you know, d- despite the fact that they can see so many different types of colors, they're not actually really that good at differentiating between really similar colors, which I guess makes sense. It's kind of like, uh you know, when, a, when we're looking at, say, I don't know, like maybe a yellow green and a really, really light green, it's just kind of hard to really tell what exactly it is.
1: It's... And even maybe just like an overload. It just clouds their vision.
0: Some other studies have actually shown, though, that in spite of that, uh, they actually have a pretty interesting hack. Instead of looking at things and then having to think about comparing the colors, they just use those receptors in their eye to just make almost instantaneous determinations about what the color is that they're seeing. Essentially, they're able to just recognize right away that there's been a change in color without having to think about which color it is, what color they're being presented with. And that all has to do with where they live. You see, mantis shrimp, they live in coral reefs. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of color there. Right, and so I guess if you're a shrimp and you're in a coral reef, it's probably pretty helpful to be able to catch, you know, uh, any kind of change around you if something else has shown up next to you or something's moving quickly by i guess you have to think about competition for food um just try to like just think about what that must be like first off to be able to see that entire range of color but to not really be able to recognize that you're seeing all of those different types of color they they have this amazing ability you know, it's a shrimp that can see more color than anything else on the planet but they don't even realize what it is that they're seeing you know it's not like they're looking up in the sky and like, in shock and awe (laughs) like, whoa man like they they, really, all, you know, all that ability does for them is lets them know when the color is changing around them so that they can react to things but they're not, they, they don't get it, they're not They're not really aware of just how much they're experiencing, right? Which, you know, maybe that's why they're so violent.
1: But I thought fighting each other was only a last resort.
0: Fighting each other. Oh. All right, we didn't ask Barb about fighting prey, did we?
1: They smack the crap out of them before they kill them?
0: Not even. Okay, you want to talk about the mantis shrimp being amazing? I'm about to blow your mind. Get this. They've got basically what is a spring-loaded claw that can punch 50 times faster than you can even blink. They can punch through glass.
1: So, I guess they're not at aquariums usually. No,
0: no, no, no. Not usually. Usually, uh if they are at an aquarium, they have to be behind like really thick glass. Because they they will they will literally punch out. Not only that, but if they're at an aquarium, they usually have to be completely by themselves to prevent them from punching something to death. We're talking like the one punch shrimp. <laughs>
1: one punch man one punch mantis shrimp
0: okay so <laughs> this as if that's not already crazy enough all right this is a punch from a shrimp so just let's let's think about this if they're strong enough to punch that quickly right yeah and when they punch they're delivering about 160 pounds of force so when you fire a gun the tip of the gun is hot that's because anything moving at that speed especially with something yeah. around it is gonna heat up. When a mantis shrimp punches, it actually heats the water up around it, really briefly to the temperature of the surface of the sun. Uh, that, that, that does it first. It, it's actually something called super cavitation, where it actually really briefly boils the water around it. And not only that, but each of these little bubble bursts creates a miniature sonic boom with a release of light and these little miniature bubbles are sonic booming when they burst and it's that whole mixture of things that can usually kill the prey if if it missed the punch. So humans weren't actually the first animal to break the sound barrier. <laughs> I have literally never ever thought about that before.
1: And now it is time for The Animal Sound of the Week.
0: Last week's Animal Sound of the Week. Richard, would you do a drum roll? Last week's Animal Sound of the Week was a zebra. Um, We didn't have anyone guess, but that's okay. (laughs) This week's Animal Sound of the Week, though. I imagine we're gonna get some guesses for right and this is this is a good sound this week as always you can send us your guesses on Facebook at the wildlife for a chance to win a prize maybe not a great prize but a prize All right this this week's sound ah
2: <coughs> ah
1: wildlife is listener reader and
0: viewer supported and can be found on soundcloud and itunes if you believe in what we're doing you can show your support by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash the wildlife that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash the wildlife
1: when you become a patron you'll gain exclusive access to content and have the opportunity to appear on our show to ask us questions or help read the credits
0: thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in the itunes store and share it with your friends. Maybe even share it with your pets. We are very popular with bearded dragons.